who would you draft for your own Diamond Dogs crew? Ted Lasso, season two. Let's chat. Welcome to the Center Cut final center chat of season three. I am Michael. And I'm Dave. We're getting down to the nitty gritty, David. The nitty and the gritty. So exciting. What are we doing here today? Today, we're going to be drafting our own little Diamond Dogs crew. We're drafting. We're drafting. Don't understand that. Look at me. I'm drafting. I'm still confused. <laughs> so, well, so Frank said, look at me. I'm painting in a video once where he was actually painting right before he got paint on his arm and said, fucking damn it. But apparently, my parents and Ashley's parents quoted that. Like, look at me, I'm painting. They said that to him a lot. And now he says it all the time. Like, while he's doing anything, he'll just be on the floor playing with cars. And it's like, look at me, I'm painting. I swear he's not mentally challenged. You just referenced a personal thing. Like, you just said a thing and expected everyone to understand what the fuck you were talking about. And it's just a personal thing. You know what? It, this, it's actually on topic because we're drafting a Diamond Dogs crew. And that's the beauty of Diamond Dogs. Sometimes you just need to talk about stuff personal and it's not always about coming up with a solution that's true i guess topical topical (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we are going to be creating a draft from a list of 10 characters from ted lasso season two or well from both the seasons but we're going to be using ted beard nate nasty nate roy jamie keely rebecca higgins sam and danny Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas. So, yeah, I mean, we're just going to be drafting our own little five-person Diamond Dogs crews. Yeah, they're probably... I, I would say that they are the most prominent characters in the first and last episodes of season two, at least, and probably season one. So, suck it if you don't like those ten. I'd agree with that. Yeah. And just for clarity's sake, whoever does not get first pick gets second and third pick, and then it alternates from there. But if you like this sort of thing, we did a similar style episode with the third season of Umbrella Academy earlier this season. Yeah, I did more preparing for that one. This one, I'm just going to do it by feel, you know? Just chatting it up. Okay. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's all over but the crying, Dave. Let's flip for first pick. Okay. All right, Dave. Call it in the air. I'm going to say heads. Okay. I was right. All right. Well, you have first pick, David. Abraham Lincoln, because I flipped a penny, has given me first pick. Thank you, sir. I have some quick clarifying questions before we get into it okay. too much. Fine. Are we also a part of this crew, or are we picking a crew to stand on its own? No, this needs to, we're, we're in it. I mean, otherwise, what's the point? Where are we just going to watch them in a room? Like, so each of our crews, because we have 10 people to pick from here, each of our crews will have six people, us and five people from Ted Lasso. Correct. Okay. And secondly, the mission of this crew, I'm assuming, is like the Diamond Dogs. It's just kind of like relationship advice. Not just relationship, just just whatever. We just talk. We chill. We hang. We talk about stuff. Sometimes we come up with a solution. Sometimes we don't. Just talking. Okay. I think I'm ready then. Okay. And I am going to start with Coach Beard. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it, my crew is ruined. That's my first pick, too. <laughs> I win. I've won. I've done it. He's the best first pick. He's the best person. Yep. He's the best. He's honest with you, so he's, he, he has honesty, but he also is tactful about it. He's smart. 
he knows when to get after stuff and when to just kind of let lie. And he's just just a cool dude. Yeah, he, he doesn't get enough credit. He is the hairy glue that holds the whole Ted experience together. Agreed. If it was just Ted, none of this would work. No. If Ted is an optimistic balloon, Beard is the realistic anchor that keeps him tethered to the ground. But he's not like dicky realistic. No, 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 he's not. Yeah, and it just allows Ted to be able to float in the sky without popping in the sun. He's an excellent listener. He's an yep. excellent listener. But he knows when to speak up. Exactly. He has good ideas, but he doesn't just prattle on just to hear his own voice like Ted. Yep. And got me thinking, like, imagine if he had the mustache and Ted had the beard. Why is that not a thing? That would be so much funnier if his name was Beard, but he had a mustache and Ted had a beard. Oh, That's true. It would be pretty ironic if, so it would, if his name was Coach Beard, but he didn't have a beard. Ah. <sighs> But yeah, he rules. Easy first pick. I'm pretty upset that I don't have Coach Beard. I'm glad I ruined that for you. That makes ruins me very everything. Happy. Okay, well, with the second pick in the Diamond Dog Crew draft, I'm gonna go with Keeley. Gonna go with Keeley here. And I want to be clear: this is not just because of her bum, though it certainly oh, yeah, factors it in. It factors yeah, I mean, in. It is. I just get along better with females. I don't know what it is, but if you ask me to pick a table full of women or a table full of men. I would be far more comfortable sitting with the women. I feel judged by men. Interesting. Like I'm not manly enough or something. And the beauty of Keely is that she's so nice. She can and will talk with anybody, but she's also a straight shooter. Like she admitted to Rebecca that she shit in some girl's locker in season one very early into their friendship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that about her. I'm thrilled to have her in my crew. Yeah, one of her positives I had was definitely honesty. She's honest, but but again, it's not like this like brutal always honest type of person and she's she's smart and she you know she's outgoing and yeah it's a good pick she's a bilf she's a bilf that's for sure whatever that means <laughs> but i'd like to fuck maybe mm, that's what it's bum yeah it's bu- it's bloke no it's bloke i'd like to bloke fuck. i'd yep. like to fuck yeah that's it yeah <laughs> she's a bloke all right ah uh, okay time for my third pick here <sighs> man i'm going to go with ted lasso i don't like to do it but i feel like I feel like I have to have him as part of the crew. He, he's kind of the creator. And I get it. Like, you need that person in the group who will keep fueling conversation, even if 75% of the things that come out of their mouth are lame. You just kind of need that. I was recently at a, a, at a lunch thing after a funeral for my grandmother. And this woman who was friends with my aunt asked to sit at the table that I was at with my parents, my brother, and Ashley, since she had nobody else to sit with. And she talked literally the entire time. But we all kind of didn't hate it. Because left to our own devices, we probably would have just chowed down on the buffet haddock and been bored. So that's Ted. Like, Ted is buffet haddock. I'll tolerate it, but only because he's flaky. And sometimes you need that. I think sometimes I'm that person. It's a good person to have in your crew if you are sitting at a table after a funeral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I have that going for me then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Yeah, it's a good pick. I actually would have probably put him a little further down the list, but I like where your head's at. I think my second pick is going to be Sam. Wow. Okay. So for the fourth pick, you're taking Sam. I had him at seven. Beard and I are going to be similar in our experiences and upbringing and things like that. So I think having just a completely kind of different cultural perspective, but also I think there is a value to Sam's positivity, similar to Ted, yeah. where he's just kind of overwhelmingly positive from everything that we see most he of is. the time. Yeah, he's a good kid. And I think that 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 is something that's just 
nice to be around. I can go the complete opposite way. So having someone who's just, you know, positive and uplifting would definitely, I feel like, benefit the crew. Yeah, I just I don't think he'd want to waste his time talking with me. Which is a shame because he seems like a genuinely heartfelt kid. You'd think I wouldn't either, but I do it every fucking week <laughs> for some stupid reason. <laughs> no, I just he's got so many things on his mind, like being courted by a guy who wants to shit in all the rooms in his house, opening up a Nigerian restaurant from scratch, having sex with his boss. He's got a lot going on. He's got a lot going on, but he's a good kid. He's a good, positive kid, so I don't hate it. Yep. All right, next pick, the fifth pick in the Diamond Dogs draft. I'm going to go with Roy Kent and... I comprehend that this could go very, very wrong. Very, very wrong. Not only is he now with Keeley. Yeah, you've introduced a, a relationship in your group. Yeah, he he may not be down to speak openly or as with as much openness as he could have if Keeley was not around. And he's also a loose cannon. But I feel like his cannonness is tightening. Is is that a thing? Is that a way to word that? Maybe his not. His cannonness is tightening. Yeah, I just don't. He's not as much of a loose cannon as we knew him from season one. That sounds like he's getting a boner. His cannonness is tightening. Well, you say that, but mm-hmm. I, you know, Keeley has definitely softened him, which is ironic since he's softened because she makes him hard. It's funny how that works. Interesting. The hardness has made him soft. Yeah, but what do I even need to say? Like, he's hilarious. He's blunt. He is actually smart and caring deep down. He doesn't like to show his caringness, but but he's a caring guy. And we saw in the finale that he is open to being a diamond dog. So I think he's going to be okay being in my chat circle. He is the only offset in this list to Ted Lasso. Like, if you got Ted Lasso, I feel like you needed to have Roy. Yeah. Because they kind of offset each other enough where neither of them are overly ridiculous. Right. So that yep. I would say for your for your group, that's a good call. Thank you. Before we dive any further, Dave, did you want to talk about a center commercial? I mean, we could I guess we could talk about having a center commercial. Do you think we do you think we should have a center commercial? Here's the thing. We can talk about it and not actually have one. You don't always need a solution. That's true. So we could just kind of discuss like whether or not we want to have a center commercial at all. Or we could just talk about center commercials in general. Like, how do we think? I mean, they're, I, I like them. I like them too. Let's do one. Yeah, why don't we just do one? Today's final chat of season three is brought to you by David and I. Mm-hmm. We paid money to put this in here. I mean, technically, yes, we do pay hosting fees. So that is accurate. Accurate. Yeah, we don't want to waste your time. We just want to ask you to be following us on our social medias, mainly TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, at the underscore center underscore cut. Go hit us up on all those. But we also just wanted to take a moment and ask you to go subscribe to the show. You know, the scheduling is a little weird over the next few weeks as we end this season and begin the next one. So instead of having to remember and adding it to your Outlook calendar, you could just have the episode pop pop right fucking in there. Yeah. All of whatever podcatcher you're using has the ability to subscribe or follow us. So, and if it doesn't, you're using the wrong you're, the, you're using the wrong one because it sucks. Also accurate. Also yeah. accurate. So please do that. And as always, if you have any feedback, you can email us at thecentercutcast at gmail dot com or or you could send us a message on podinbox.com slash thecentercut. We want to hear your voices. We do. We appreciate all of you. 
thank you for being here for another season. Yeah, you guys are totally awesome, and we love each and every one of you. Unless you're listening, Nate, fuck you, you stupid asshole. Thank you. Thanks. All right, David, pick six in the Diamond Dogs crew draft. Who you got? Yeah, I think I'm I'm actually going gonna, gonna to pick him a little higher than I was expecting. Jamie. Okay. All right. I had him at six, so this is kind of right where I had him lined up. I just like him now. <laughs> he's nice. He's thinking about other people. He fucking dresses fly as shit. Oh, yeah. Like, he's always looking so fucking good. <laughs> what was Keeley thinking, to be honest? No, Roy's better. I mean... Have you looked at his eyebrows? Have you looked at Jamie's eyebrows? Yes. I'm all for that little line in there. Oh, no. I am not into the stupid shaved eyebrows, but nobody said I have to look at him while we gossip. It lines up with the hard part in his hair, and I really enjoy that. You would. Yeah. Obviously, I would. We know this. I feel like Jamie's kind of the inverse of Nate. Like, he's all of a sudden a nice guy when he was a giant tool in the first season. Yeah. It's almost like they just completely flipped both characters all together. Yeah. So it's interesting, but yeah, it, we we know a little bit about Jamie's past and he had a shitty dad and stuff, and I'm sure it goes more into it in season two that we didn't see. But yeah, Jamie has just turned into a, a great dude. He's still honest. He's still going to be you know straightforward and honest with you, but he's he's funny and he's pretty nice now, and he's not bad to look at. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I I'm glad that you got him, even though I had him you know around this pick because he would not do well with Roy and Keeley and my crew. Correct. He really uh just like Roy, he's really softened up and I don't you know, I don't know if it was the army man that Ted gave him at the season 1 finale or maybe all the reality show snatch that he plowed through. Either way, I, I think he's got some stories to tell. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, with the 7th pick in the Diamond Dogs crew draft, I am going to go with Leslie Higgins. Good. He's not cool. He's not hip. He's kind of annoying. He's definitely a, a try-hard, chubby old dork, but he does seem very committed to the craft of gossip, and he's not afraid to snitch on himself to make me feel V better about myself. He will make fun of himself. That's true. He's kind of like that friend that you always fall back on, like he's always going to be there, but you'll never bring them around other friends because they're kind of a nerdy tool. That's Higgins. Yeah. That's Higgins. God bless his soul. I have one of those. Are you trying to say it's me? <laughs> You're staring very intently. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good pick. I, I mean, I just wouldn't be able to look at his V mouth. Mm-hmm. It's not a very mouth. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just a mouth shaped like a V, and it annoys me. Okay. So I'd be angry every time he smiled. Okay. And I Fair. don't want that around. Fair. All right. For my fourth pick, I'm going to choose Rebecca. Okay. I had her rank nine. So I'm actually taking Rebecca because if I do get stuck with Nate, I can count on her to fucking put him in his little gray-haired bitch place. <laughs> okay, I I appreciate the roster construction there. Yeah, and if not, I mean, she's witty. She, you know, it did take her a whole season to kind of come around, but now that she is around, she seems to be pretty enjoyable to be around. I mean, and it's not terrible to have someone with just a buttload of money on your on your crew, you know? The money helps, but nobody wants to talk with their boss. And I'm saying this as a boss, and, and I'm a cool boss, but I still don't think anybody would anybody would want to talk to me about serious stuff. She's not my boss, though, so like we could chat. You don't shit where we eat. It's these other people's boss. Not only that, yeah. but I'd have to I'd have to worry she'd poach all my friends like she did with Sam. Oh, I also did just 
put Sam and Rebecca on my team together, which is unideal. Yeah. The opposite of ideal. And, you know, I also think it's good that you got her because she was on my team. She she kind of has, well, number one, she'd go off with Keely and they would just do their own little click. But number two, she has weird baggage with Higgins since she fired him mm-hmm. and Ted since she wanted him to lose. So I, I just don't need any of that energy in my inner circle. So how many seasons do you think before Ted and and Rebecca are together that it won't happen? I don't think it'll happen. Hmm. Don't think Interesting. it'll happen. Well, this is this is my Dave from the center cut prediction. And it's worth far more than your stupid prediction you made in the last one about Tamagotchis and some dude. I think they're going to end up together at one point or another. Okay. We shall see, David. We Mm. shall see. With the ninth pick in the Diamond Dogs draft, I'm going to go with Danny Rojas. Football is life. That's the first problem. It's definitely not. It's definitely not life. So 75% of what this guy says is going to go in one ear and out the other. Plus, it doesn't seem like his English is the best. So some of my great vocabulary and puns are going to be lost on him. Not only yeah. that, he killed the dog. He killed the dog. Yeah, it's not great. Accident, schmaccident. I mean, it, well, it was an accident. You know who actually killed the dog? That stupid old guy. <laughs> True. No, but in all seriousness, I just I don't know enough about Danny to have him higher on my list. So that's why he ended up here. I, I know he likes soccer and sleeping between two women. Both of those things involve smacking around some balls, but I'm only interested in the latter. So I don't really have that much going on with him. I don't really have that much in common with Danny. Yeah, if if the draft went differently, I probably would have picked him a little higher because I do uh, like his positivity. And similar to Sam, I think he's just going to bring a different perspective to stuff, which is is always nice when you're if you are trying to solve a problem or, or something like that. But yeah, I can I can understand where you're coming from, where he could potentially become kind of a little bit of an outsider. He does have cool hair. He has great hair. Does have cool hair. So I'll give him that. Uh, That is the ninth pick. And that leaves the final pick in the Diamond Dogs draft, Dave. This actually ended up pretty great because although Jamie is nice now, we know that he is capable of terrible things. And we know that Rebecca is capable of terrible things. (laughs) And in this case, when Nate walks in with his shitty gray hair and his stupid black suit and his little grimace (laughs) i will just unleash rebecca and jamie on that stupid little asshole and then it'll be honestly the best thing that's ever happened to our group and it will bring all the rest of us closer together (laughs) as friends and as life partners Mm. yeah it's such a shame it really is i bet if you had asked after season one and we did this draft, he'd probably be top three pick on both of our lists easily. Probably. I am appalled at how dirty the creators did him. Again, barring we missed something miraculous in the middle of the season. I doubt it. I mean, there could be stuff that that potentially kind of makes us a little bit more empathetic of a situation, but I can't think of anything they could put in there that wouldn't still make me hate him for the choices that he's made to follow through with those what whatever that is that could have pointed him in that direction no i i I definitely agree i would say the only the silver lining for nate is his newly minted silver hair because i think just like higgins sometimes you need somebody in the crew to be a whipping boy like the butt of the jokes kind of to your point like so what if he doesn't like it he's a jerk who ripped up the belief poster so he can go crawl in a hole and die yeah, so you just need one of the that one friend that you're like, oh, well, at least I'm better than that fucking twat. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that that's Nate in a nutshell. And I'm glad to have him on my team. All right. For that well, reason. 
before we give out the finalists of our teams, we do need some names. Nothing we can come up with will be as good as the Diamond Dogs, but uh, I think we need something for our team. Going to be a mineral or gemstone, a, a pet, and it has to be alliterative, just like Diamond Dogs. Yeah. What do you got, David? I was kind of back and forth with two, but based on my options here of who I got on my team and the fact that Nate is on it, I think I'm going to go with the Tourmaline Turtles. Ooh, the Tourmaline Turtles. We got mm-hmm. Coach Beard, Sam Bobisanya, Jamie Tart, Rebecca, and Nate. Nasty Nate. Nasty Nate. <laughs> <laughs> my crew is going to be the Pyrite Puppies. Talk about that fool's gold. You picked another dog. Come on. There's so many pets out there. You just picked a dog again. Pyrite puppies. Oh, my God. What a terrible. (laughs) What a terrible name. You did a bad job. Do you want my other one here? You could take this one. The Ruby Rabbits. No, I almost. That was my. That was one of my on my short list. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We got Keely, Ted Lasso, Roy Kent. Leslie Higgins and Danny Rojas. I think you're right, especially based off of that group and how close the first four are going to be. Danny is just going to be an outcast. Yeah. He's going to be Andre 3000 up in this bitch. Yeah. (laughs) He's a big boy, though. He can handle it. (laughs) What? I said he's a big boy. He can handle it. That's the other member of Outcast. It's Andre 3000, a big boy. Oh, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I could. I like, oh, man. Uh, That joke was so fresh and so clean, clean. Deep outcast jokes. Oh, man. Which are definitely not early 2000s (laughs) shitty references (laughs) and are very current. Well, David, that was a successful draft. I think we have some good teams. Obviously, mine's better, but we're going to need to know what everyone else thinks. I don't know about that. Mine's pretty good. You have Beard. Beard is your saving grace, but the rest of that team, bunch of suckers. Bunch of suckers. Bunch of suckers. Don't you talk about Jamie like that. But we want to know what everyone thinks, right? We do want to know what you think. So we're going to post on Instagram with our teams, and we want you to vote on which one is better because it's mine. We shall see. I am excited to see the results there. But David, we don't have another TV or movie episode coming up. What do we have coming down the pipeline? Oh, next week. Prepare yourselves because the season three Golden Gorilla Penis Award show is coming at your ears. The finale. The finale of season three where we pick the the best and the brightest or the worst and the dullest of things that happened this year on all our episodes in all of the things we covered. And it is going to be a great time. Sure is. And immediately following the Golden Gorilla Penis Awards the following week, we have a special announcement episode that you are going to want to be subscribed for. That's why you want to subscribe, guys. You have to get this information. It has to come at your ears. And instead of trying to remember that you need to jump on and listen to it, you can get a notification as soon as it shows up if you're just subscribed. So do that. Yes, it'll make you sad. It will make you happy. It will make you mad. It will titillate. That's all I'm saying. You're going to have a lot of feelings after listening to this episode. It shall titillate. That's one thing we can we can damn sure guarantee. And just a programming note, after that special announcement episode, there will be a full week off for us to enjoy our holidays. So your boys need to recuperate and just like gain back some of the the comedy juice that we expel from ourselves to your ears. The comedy juice. That is very accurate. So the first episode of season four proper will be on december 14th yeah and it's gonna be a fun a fun christmasy time 
I would say mark your calendars, but you don't need to because you're going to be subscribed. Because you're all subscribed, so it'll show up automatically. You don't have to worry about it. Accurate. I got nothing else. Yeah, that is it. Thanks again for being here. We'll see you in a week with our shirts and ties and bottomless penises on. That doesn't what? even make sense. I don't know what a bottomless, a bottomless penis, penis is. That's penis. something. That's something they should have a gay bar at a gay bar. A, you can just order bottomless penises. All you can eat. I don't. Is that just like all you can eat hot dogs? You think yeah. at, a, at a gay bar? Yeah. No, that's. Yep. I mean, that's just a string of sausages uncut. Bottomless wieners. <laughs> It just like hangs to the back room that you just like pull it out and it just like there's a pulley system that like tickets out of the one of the deli yeah. counters. <laughs> exactly. It just kind of just like keeps coming until you're done and the next person just picks up where you left off, I guess. I don't know. Yep. Bottomless penises. Great idea. And remember, our opinion, just like picking fictional characters to shoot the shit with from a vastly overrated show, does not matter. Mm.